No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers you need to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade. I'm just here to ask the questions, but of course, the words of wisdom and solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to hear that. I hope our listeners are doing well today, too. Well, Brian, together again here on the radio show number 303 and they said it wouldn't last in the beginning but we must be doing (laughs) something right because we're still here on the radio educating and informing people about finance as opposed to a lot of those shows who are just selling you something our strategy has always been to educate and inform brian why did we decide or i should say why did you decide to take that tact in the very beginning well because i'm kind of a nerd i think (laughs) i enjoy talking (laughs) about topics at a deep level that's what I've always done. That's how I thought you'd make it in this business. What's interesting is if I think back to my early days of going to university and then graduating with an accounting degree and starting with a CPA firm, I was so worried about failing and not knowing what I was doing that I literally read the probably 1500 page master tax guide. Oh my gosh. Every year for six (laughs) years in the summer, I would take it with me on vacation and I'm on the beach reading the master tax guide, which is basically a summary of every tax law there is because I just wanted to know it. So that's my background. And at the same time, what was interesting is in the accounting profession, the American Institute of CPAs had a rule for all of its members, which I had to be, that we could not do marketing. It was against the law to do marketing because we were above that or something like that. Well, marketing just means letting people hear your message. I mean, there's nothing wrong with marketing, but they outlawed it. And so I was growing up in an environment where it was all about technical and nothing about marketing or or teaching or educating or anything. So, you know, now I'm doing the opposite. 
So it's really a great opportunity for me to take those years of just hard work and grinding away at, at learning all this stuff and now sharing it with people with this media, which has been fantastic. So it's been an interesting uh, conversion over the years. So you're a very valuable resource to our listeners being a CPA in addition to all the other things you do with financial planning. But I've got a question for you. Is there an audiobook version of this tax guide, you know? Well, actually, I'm working on that. Um, I'm working towards that right now because, well, there, I mean, there's two things. There's plenty of stuff out there. And what I've come to the conclusion is I didn't invent anything that I see on the radio. Everything I see on the radio has come from somewhere else. It's come from the tax code. It's come from the Internet. It's come from my studies. It's come from somewhere. I didn't invent tax code. I didn't invent financial topics. But when I've figured out is that there's a lot of noise out there and you can, you know, I I could list 200 topics right now and I bet I could find a 500 page book on every one of those 200 topics. So if you've got time to read 200 books that are 500 pages and can retain it, good for you. But my understanding of people is they're not going to do that first off and they're going to get a couple pages in and go, you lost me at, you know, in the beginning. I mean, it's just like there's too many words. And so there isn't that voice out there breaking down complex topics into understandable terms. Mm -hmm. And these are complex topics. So I've taken it upon myself that maybe I could be that voice. Maybe I could talk about charitable remainder unit trusts and and not have to write, you know, 500 pages on it, but spend five minutes in, in one of our segments talking about it in plain terms so people can understand it. I think that that's missing in the world of finance and accounting taxes right now. So I'm glad you're breaking down this two million pages of uh, tax code into something that is understandable. But I think if the IRS ever did an audio book, they should hire someone. I mean, if a guy has a really monotone voice, it'd be pretty boring. But I think if they ever do the tax code as an audio book, they should use Keith Morrison from Dateline NBC. He would make it so <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> Unfortunately, the IRS and me have different objectives. Because <laughs> okay. the IRS has an objective of making sure, I mean, the statistics says that they, they answer the questions they answer on the phone are wrong 60% of the time. So statistically, if you call the IRS and ask them a question, they answer it, whatever they say, do the opposite. Kind of like on Seinfeld, you know, right, <laughs> and right. we do, do the opposite and he get, get it right of what he normally did. And I learned this early on. And then I even instructed one of my employees to call the IRS, get their answer. And I said, watch what happens. They're going to say it's taxable before you get the, the question out. Sure enough, that person started in on the, the details. Oh, yeah, that's that's a taxable event. But I haven't told you what the event is. It's taxable. Right. And they, they have one answer. It's taxable. And so their webinars or videos or audio books would all say, oh, by the way, if you see money, if you're close to it, if it passed you on the street, it's taxable to you. If you <laughs> move, that's a tax. Uh, if you yeah. even think about money, we got a tax on that. So they're, they're going to do that. And, and in my opinion, the tax code is written. I think every American has an obligation to pay the least amount of taxes allowed under the tax code, but 90% of the tax code is pretty gray. It's not black and white, so it's judgment calls and so forth. So it's our obligation to search out those areas because the tax code is really a a social study to influence our behaviors. Uh, The tax code, there's no no reason though a certain thing should be deductible and not deductible unless we wanted to encourage a certain outcome. We want people to buy houses, so we'll make mortgage interest deductible. Oh, 
Okay. What about other stuff? No, not deduct. You know, what about the interest on my car loan? No, we don't want to encourage cars. We want to encourage houses. Oh, okay. So everything in the tax code, you know, we want to encourage you having kids. So we'll give you exemptions for that and credits and child. We want you to put your kids in child care. So we'll give you credit for that. We want you to invest in equipment. So we'll let you write that off fast. But if it's not equipment, well, it's a slow write off. Whatever it is, it's about making a, an activity happen in the tax code. Well, I think that's one of the big benefits of Madrona Financial Services is the fact that you do have that sister company, Bauer Evans CPAs. That is one of the biggest tools, I think, in the toolbox here at the company. So on today's show, I want to talk about the tools in the Madrona Financial Toolbox. So first of all, generally, what are the tools that you have to offer? Yeah, we have lots of different tools, and and that's a big differentiator between our company and other companies. And there's 12 basic areas of tools that we'll be talking about on the show today. A couple of them are just the investment of assets. So at Madrona Financial, we invest for clients hundreds of millions of dollars in various areas. So knowing your asset allocation is really an important piece of this. So if I ask you, okay, how much of your investment portfolio do you have in the stock market, in the bond market, in real estate, in safe money alternative annuities, in life insurance, people look at me and go, uh, don't know. And I think that's critically important. So the first tool is understanding your, your asset allocation in major areas so you can have a sense that you, know, you might look at it and go, huh, I just looked at my 401k plan and that's where all my assets are and they're all in bonds. You know, I'm like, well, do you really want all of your assets in bonds and none in real estate or, you know, uh, lifetime cash flow or stock market or anything else? And I'm like, oh, that's, I probably should look at that. So it's a really important piece to start with. That's one of the 12 that we'll be talking about. So investment allocation options, that is one of the 12 tools in the toolbox here at Madrona Financial Services. Let's start at the top there. I would imagine that when you first meet with someone that one of the first things that you talk about is what are your income needs? You do an assessment on that. Yeah, we do. Uh, That's probably the most important one because if you talk to anybody that's retired, the, you know, what's the most important thing to you? Well, it's the money coming in every month. I mean, it's it's your social security, it's your pension, it's your annuity, it's your rental income, it's uh, money from your portfolio, it's what's coming in. There's nothing more important in retirement as far as finances are concerned than your, your money coming in. And income needs assessment, I, I have both. Income is what's coming in, needs is what's going out. Because, you know, now, okay, now one person can live on 30000 a year and the other one can live on 130000 a year. And so they have different income needs to cover that. And so we have to analyze the expenditures, the income taxes, mortgages, health care costs that might be going up. We have inflation, what you spend, having extra for fun things, what you want to do, what you want to spend. And so we have to assess what the outflows uh, as well as the inflows. And then once we've assessed it, that's fine. Great. OK, we know that you're short or whatever. Are we done? No, of course not. Now we got to figure out how to solve for that and what kinds of things we can do now to put you in a better place place so you can have a successful retirement. So the sources of income in retirement for a lot of people, of course, they have Social Security. Most people have Social Security, probably 95% of them. I guess if you were a teacher, you know, member of some school district or something like that, you may not get Social Security. But Social Security may be one of the biggest legs of that retirement stool. Then there are company pensions. But I mean, these days, who's giving company pensions? Not many people, right? 
Yeah, not not many, but you can buy uh, pension-like investments, whether they're a fixed index annuity that pays you guaranteed cash flow for life, or a fixed index universal life policy that will pay you cash flow in retirement that's income tax-free. So those are some of the legs of the retirement stool here when it comes to income planning and also, you know, personal savings. And we're going to talk about that here in the next segment is how we invest those personal savings to create even more income. We're talking about the tools in the Madrona Financial Toolbox here. Income needs assessments, what we're currently talking about. Later on in the program, we'll talk about investment allocation options, real estate, income tax, of course, a very, very big one, social security optimization, also health care costs and legacy planning. If you would like to have a complimentary no-cost, no-obligation plan with the advisors here at Madrona Financial Services, we've added more to our staff this year. You can call 844-MADRONA, 844-MADRONA. I highly encourage you to check out the website, too. All sorts of great educational information there. It is news that you can use. And that website, once again, is madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth. Thank you so much for making us a part of your weekend. We'll take a quick break. Be right back with more of our show after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. 2020 has come to an end, and the passing of another year means we get to start fresh and reevaluate our goals. As we enter into 2021, take a moment to reflect back on what mattered most in the past year. It could have been your health, your friends, and most likely, your family. Let the start to 2021 be a call to action to ensure that you have a solid estate and legacy plan in place for your family. Call 844-MADRONA to get more information on creating a plan to fit your loved one's needs. At Madrona Financial Services, they believe in creating comprehensive written plans designed to help ensure you never outlive your money and that your plan also reflects the wishes you have for your family. And to make it easy, Madrona Financial Services offers complimentary virtual no-obligation meetings where they'll take the time to discuss your unique goals and financial situation. Leave this past year behind and enter a new one with the confidence that your loved one's future is secure. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. If you have an annuity or are thinking about getting an annuity, do not buy one until you talk to the financial professionals at Madrona Financial Services. Call 844-MADRONA today or visit online at madronafinancial.com for your no-obligation review. You may qualify for an upfront bonus and even guaranteed income growth. While some annuities can help you protect your assets in a volatile market, having the wrong one could cost you thousands. Don't let this happen to you. So if you own an annuity or are thinking about buying one, call the professionals at Madrona Financial Services and they'll explain the different types of annuities, tax truths, what they'll mean to your spouse and heirs, and most of all, how they should fit into your overall portfolio. Call the professionals at Madrona Financial Services now for a no-obligation financial review and find out the truths about your annuities and how they should fit into your retirement income plan. The number to call is 844-MADRONA. That number again is 844-MADRONA or visit online at madronafinancial.com. Prosper with Madrona. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about tools in the toolbox. 
And Brian, in the first segment there, we talked about income needs assessments. We also talked a little about investment allocation options, but let's go back to the income needs. As we said, that retirement stool typically used to have three legs to it. It was Social Security. It was personal savings, which we'll talk about how to invest that and company pensions. And we know that pensions have uh, really gone the way of the dodo bird. Most people do not have those anymore. But let's talk about Social Security. That generally is a very large part of people's retirement income. The figure that you get when you get your Social Security estimate online may not be exactly what you will get. There are ways that you can optimize that. So let's explain that a little bit. Yeah, optimization has more to do with who you are and and what your goals are than it does just a figure on a on a sheet of paper. So, you know, I already know where where the break even point is for most people. If if you take social security early, you get more money in your early years but less in your later years. And that crossover happens around age 78 to 80 mm-hmm. for most people. So, if you live past 80, you'll have more money if you wait. So does that mean you should wait? Does it not mean that? Because, you know, there's pros and cons of both. If you take Social Security early, you get more money in your 60s when you're healthier. If you take it later and you pass away, your spouse has more money because your your Social Security might go to your spouse if you were the higher earning of the two of you. And so there's a consideration. If you take it early and you go back to work and get a consulting gig, you got to give it back and you lose your raises. So there's another consideration. So there's all kinds of considerations when it comes to when you should take Social Security. And some of them have to do with your health. Some of them have to do with your, you know, your longevity, your family history, your plans on work, uh, whether you're keeping that door open after retirement. There's so many pieces that go into that. So the optimization, you know, again, we, we can run the numbers and it will give us various scenarios as to which of you should take it when. But there's also a creative piece to this. It's more of an art than it is a science. So Social Security, as you said, it's not as cut and dry as you take a look at that statement and it's got three figures there, what you have now, what you will get at full retirement age, and what you'll get at age 70. Again, basically with Social Security, you can take it at age 62. You will get the least amount. You can take it at your full retirement age, which is somewhere between, I believe, 66 and two months and 67. Then you can take it at age 70. And then after age 70, you do not get any more than that. But another thing to consider, too, is taxes on Social Security. When you see that figure on the page, it isn't necessarily how much you're going to get. You've got to figure in taxes. Yeah, you got to figure in taxes. And you can be taxed on up to 85% of the income. doesn't mean your tax rate is 85%. It's just if you know for every 10000 you might end up with 8500 as taxable at whatever your bracket is. Maybe it's 22% or whatever. And so everybody has a different tax on that. And depending on your income, it could be zero to 85% taxable. So that's a moving number depending on your other income sources. So it's, it, it all works together that way. Another thing to consider here, though, and probably a really important piece is inflation. Because even at, let's say, inflation averages 3%. Well, over the course of your retirement, your expenses are going to double if it goes up at 3% a year compounding. I don't think Social Security is going to be able to do that. Last time I checked, it's uh, running out of money. They've already spent it. I mean, everybody thinks, well, I paid into Social Security. I'm going to get that money back. Oh, no, that, that money's been spent. Trust me. Nobody put it in a bank vault. I remember seeing a comic once, and it had this the first panel 
was this enormous safe at a bank and it, on the outside it said Social Security Trust Fund. And then the next panel, the guy opened it and the only thing in there was a little little note at the bottom saying, I owe you X <laughs> trillions of dollars yeah. in a piece of paper or something like that. It's like, right. oh, there really isn't any money here. You know, so it, it's just what they get in, they, they pay out. And of course, that's crossing over to where the money coming in won't even pay benefits to current recipients in the near future and so and they have no reserves so it is a they call it a trust fund we yeah. trust that someone will figure out how to make it work i mean that's that big trust factor is uh it's not the typically the word trust is supposed to mean but that's exactly what it is in this case well we've talked about this in the show before that when social security was invented there were so many people paying into it for everyone that was taking it out and now it's the other way around i mean it really is going to be a problem into the future unless there is some sort of dramatic action taken to save social security doesn't mean that it isn't going to be there it's just that it could be very very different now if you are taking social security first of all i want to point out that the kohler cost of living adjustment for this year is 1.3 percent so that's not too bad, but if you do take Social Security before full retirement age, you are capped on the amount of money that you can make before you have to give it back. This year, I think it's somewhere around $18,900, something very, very close to that. But we might want to point out, too, that that $18,900 is earned income. It's not income that you would make from investments, right? Yeah, that's right. And so if, if you, you know, some people miss that, so I appreciate you pulling that up, you know, if you know, oh boy, I've, I've got all these capital gains and, and I have annuities paying me and I, and I have all this stuff. And it's like, well, that's okay. You, you can do that. It's just income subject to social security withholding. Pensions are not, annuities are not, capital gains are not. It's income that you earned. It's, so it's a job or a sole proprietor business that you have on the side. So if you're just dabbling at that and doing a little bit here and there, then no problem. But, you know, it, it doesn't take much in this world to, to make more than 18000 And then you'd have a problem if you took it early. So if there's right. any chance that you're going to maybe do that, because I have a lot of people, and maybe they retire from Boeing, and, oh, man, I, I can't put in one more day there. I've been there 40 years. I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm retiring at 62 or whatever. And I'll remind them that a lot of times they get a call back going, um, we don't have anybody here that knows what they're doing. <laughs> all, you, all you older guys that retired and, and gals, can, can you come back on a consulting gig? Mm-hmm. And so they might do a consulting gig and they go, oh, no, I took Social Security. Well, you do have a year to undo it to pay the money back and pretend you never started Social Security. But that's probably not a good plan. If you think you might get that call and you think there might be after you take your six-month or one-year sabbatical from <laughs> Boeing or wherever you're at, and kind of clear the cobwebs in your head and you think, okay, I could go back and make some money now, you probably should put off Social Security. So it's a really good idea to get that Social Security optimization plan. And again, that is another very, very valuable tool that you have in your toolbox here at Madrona Financial because there are literally hundreds of different variations of ways that you can take Social Security. Let's talk a little bit more about the income in retirement. As we said, Social Security, one of them. Company pensions, most people don't have that. Personal savings is another. Can you create retirement income with an annuity? Let's talk a little bit about the different types of annuities and what you would use those four. Yeah, and, and annuities, they're, they're basically contracts with an insurance company. An insurance company has is regulated. They have to have certain reserves, certain amount of equity. Uh, most of them have been around a very long time. They, they have to be really secure. 
to offer product and they're they're overseen by every state and 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 so forth so there's there's a lot a lot there so annuities really can come in two basic forms one form is just a safe investment portfolio think of it like a cd sometimes they're they have very good return potential and so i call them a cd on steroids but basically they're just an investment they don't do anything else your cd is boring it's just you put money in late you know years later you take it back out and you look at it and it's more than it was before it doesn't matter what the market did well that's kind of a a concept of a typical fixed annuity or certain variations of fixed indexed annuities They, they don't go down and so the other one though the one that we work with primarily is the one that can be converted to guaranteed cash flow for life. Mm-hmm. So I want to create a pension-like looking vehicle in a client's portfolio, for instance. And maybe I want a pension-like vehicle that, that accounts for inflation. So it will increase after they started taking payments uh, over their lifetime. So that can be a, an attribute of that. So I could take a lump sum of money, maybe from a 401k rollover or other source, I can put it into annuity, let it cook for a number of years, and then it will deliver monthly checks for me and my spouse, as long as one of us is alive, for the rest of our lives, if we both die prematurely. So let's say we both get hit by the proverbial bus, Mm -hmm. and we're both 72 years old. There's going to be money to go to your heirs. It does not go back to the insurance company. It's a very important point on this. A pension, if you were collecting a pension and that happened, nothing goes to your heirs. There is no residual value to a pension for a premature death. There is residual value for the annuity. But again, the annuities are are pension-like in that they pay out for your lifetime and they can be second to die. Generally, I encourage that. If you're married, it depends on your age differential and your family history, of course. But that is an attribute of the annuities. Now, there are immediate annuities and there are deferred annuities. Why would one want to take one over the other? That's a great question because an immediate annuity, wouldn't I want that? I want my money now. I don't want to wait. Well, the reason is the immediate annuity doesn't pay as much. Of course, it's kind of like Social Security in that respect. If you take it at 62, it doesn't pay as much, but you get, you get it earlier. Well, that's great. And so, but you can have a lot more bang for the buck if you can let that annuity grow for a few years or more. And so if we can find other ways to supplement your cash flow needs in the early years and let that annuity cook for a while, you're going to have a a much better outcome in the long term if you let it be a deferred annuity that's you've allowed the insurance company to have that money for a while to make some money on it. They can make better promises to you as to how much you'll get for the rest of your life. We're talking about the tools in the Madrona Financial Toolbox here on Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We've talked about income needs assessment. We've talked about some investment allocation options, including annuities. And in the show today, we'll be talking about real estate analysis, income tax saving strategies. Very important there. We'll also talk about health care and legacy planning. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thanks so much for making us a part of your weekend. We'll take a break. Be right back with more of our show after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. This is Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPA and host of the Growing Your Wealth radio show. If you're close to or in retirement and don't have a tax plan, get one. It could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout your retirement. Our country has been spending like never before, and that tax bill is coming. 
At Madrona Financial Services, we help build tax strategies into retirement and investment plans designed for you to help keep more of your gains. Take action and call us at 844-MADRONA to schedule a retirement tax analysis today. That's 844-MADRONA. After World War II, taxes reached 90% and were as high as 70% in the 80s. Don't be caught off guard. You can retire right and on your terms. Call to schedule a virtual or in-person review. Our number is 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters. From some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors, this is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough, but with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about the Madrona Planning Toolbox. And Brian, we've talked about income needs assessment, investment allocation options. You've got tools for both of those things. In addition to real estate, that is one of the very valuable services that you offer here at Madrona Financial Services. We've talked so many times about real estate and how it fits into an investment plan. So let's expand on that a little bit. Real estate analysis. Yeah, I think that's such an important topic to bring up because I'm a a national coach to other financial advisors, about 100 of them. And when I go to a conference as a speaker and I'm talking to these guys during the breaks and in between, virtually all of them admit they know nothing about investing in real estate. None of them know what I'm talking about. If I start talking about cap rates and, you know, section 1245 recapture and 1231 and versus this, that, and the other. And what's a funny thing is when I go to these these conferences and I talk about DSTs, 1031 exchanges, and all this stuff, a lot of them tune out. And the reason they tune out is they'll tell me during the breaks, none of my clients own investment real estate. And I just chuckle. I said, isn't that funny? More than half of my clients own investment real estate. So for some reason, only people in the Seattle area own all of the real estate in the world because the rest of the world, all you advisors don't have any clients that own. No, you haven't asked because you're afraid to ask because you don't know the answers. You don't know how to have that conversation. And so it's so critically important and and they're missing the boat here. If you're listening, you have a financial advisor, ask them if you can ask questions about areas of the real estate market, which to avoid and why, which ones uh, might be an opportunity post-COVID and why, what the cap rates are in various parts of the country, all this stuff. They'll just look at you and go, what? DST who? (laughs) You know, a 1031? What are you talking about? 
And so I think that that is an area that a lot of people, especially in the Pacific Northwest, I will say that a lot of my higher net worth clients, that's where they made their money. That, and especially look around, the market is hot. Mm. I was talking to my realtor friend and she said she had a young couple she was trying to show houses to in Seattle and they went to a little thousand square foot house. There were literally over 30 offers on the first day. She's like, how am I supposed to compete with that? I mean, (laughs) I can overpay by a hundred grand for a thousand Mm -hmm. square foot house. So the market's hot. Prices are up. People have appreciation in their portfolios. They need answers. Should I keep it? Should I not? What are my options? What are my taxes? What should I be getting into? What should I avoid and why? You know, all this stuff. So there's a lot of conversation about real estate that needs to happen out there. But unfortunately, as financial advisors, that's not really part of the test. We're not asked (laughs) to know anything about real estate, just stocks and bonds, pretty much. And so you have to add the CPA component, uh, since we work with a lot of clients that have real estate, to be able to answer those questions. Brian, as you said, a lot of your clients do have real estate. When they come to you and they ask whether or not we should sell this real estate, what sort of figures do you go through? How do you determine a cap rate, what something is worth, and whether or not it's worth holding on to? Well, that's where I ask more questions than I answer, because I want to listen. I just had uh, somebody call me recently and say, you know, we're not sure if we should sell or not. And then she spent about the next 10 minutes convincing me why they needed to sell. And I was just listening. I'm sick of being a landlord. Now that COVID's here, I don't want to rent it out anymore. So I won't have any cash flow. It's on a higher up and we're uncertain about the soil. We're worried about if we did rent it out, we want it and somebody didn't want to leave. We can never get them out anymore under the new laws. It's already appreciated. She just went on and on and on. I'm going, hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she gave herself the answer, didn't she? She did. And it was great to walk through that. I said, and she said, what would you do? I said, well, given that set of circumstances, I'd sell. I'd do a 1031 exchange into a DST. It was the right answer for that person. But sometimes they'll go through that analysis and go, it is a good house. And I think it's going to appreciate. I don't mind being a landlord. I've got a great tenant. I heard about your DST and I said, well, why would you sell? You think it's going way up in value and it's generating decent cash flow, not a big headache. You don't mind being a landlord. Why would you even sell? So the same house could have two different answers. And so it's listening, analyzing that. And sometimes, you know, we will have to compute the cap rate. And that's essentially your Schedule E net income over the last couple of years, adding back depreciation deductions and deducting principal payments on a mortgage to see what your cash flow is, divided by the fair market value, not the cost, but the fair market value of the property. It'll give you an approximation of your percentage return that you're putting in your pocket, which is equivalent to a cap rate. Brian, you talked about DST, which stands for Delaware Statutory Trust. We've talked about that here in the program before, but for those listeners who maybe didn't hear that segment, if someone is a real estate owner and they don't want to be an active landlord, but they like owning real estate, how is a Delaware Statutory Trust possibly the answer for them? Yeah, certainly uh, with my older clients that own real estate and they say, well, I like owning real estate. It's done what it was supposed to do. Most of my net worth is tied up in that. But I'm getting on in years. I certainly don't want to, you know, have a stroke and have my spouse have to take over my real estate empire and or my cash flow isn't very good. Often their cash flow isn't very good because they're nice people that don't want to raise rents on everybody every six months or a year or whatever. And over time, their cash flow has become not that great relative to the fair market value because fair market value has been going up so much. 
And so there's a lot of reasons to do a DST. A DST, you know, it's simply you're still going to own real estate. It's just that you're not the, the manager. You'll never get a call from a tenant. You'll never get a call for a capital improvement that's needed, a, a roof that needs to be replaced, anything like that. It's a way to diversify your holdings and place it with institutional investment companies, real estate investment companies, and you can diversify. You get your monthly cash flow. You still own any appreciation. And so it can be a very good solution for certain people. Probably not a great solution for younger people that are trying to build their wealth, but it can be a very good solution for older people that are trying to just maintain their wealth. So with the Delaware Statutory Trust, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, it means that you are a fractional owner of maybe many different types of real estate. They can be such things as residential real estate, commercial buildings. It's a possibility. I think the landscape has changed there a little bit, but storage units, medical facilities, and you're owning a fractional share of these that are most of the time in other parts of the country, right? Yeah, essentially you could sell your rental house in Green Lake, sell for a million dollars, and a month later, you know, you might be a fractional owner of a bunch of self-storage across the southern states and apartment buildings in Florida and Texas, uh, Walgreen and other kinds of net lease properties. You might own different kind of real estate like that and uh, maybe an Amazon distribution warehouse. You're a fractional owner of that. So you have this diversified portfolio of, of large real estate holdings not a rental house anymore. And so it's just a different way of owning real estate. But if I paid $200,000 for my property in Green Lake and I sell it for a million three, I mean, I've got a million one in capital gains taxes. I mean, how does that work insofar as, you know, getting into a Delaware statutory trust? Aren't I on the hook for a lot of taxes? Well, actually, you owe more than that because you've depreciated it down to next to nothing. So you actually, your cost basis would be almost zero because the depreciation recapture you'd have to mm. pay if you sell it too. Okay. So with the DST, uh, you're doing a Section 1031 exchange. You're not going to pay any income tax. You don't pay the depreciation recapture and you don't pay the capital gains on top of that. So most of that million three you just mentioned would have been taxable, probably a million two fifty or so would be taxable, but that gets avoided. It gets deferred initially with a Section 1031 exchange into a Delaware statutory trust. And upon the passing of either you or your spouse, it gets permanently eliminated with the step up in basis. Now, if I'm understanding you, you're able to kick the tax can down the road a little bit. These Delaware statutory trusts, they're not forever, though, aren't they? Don't they usually have a term to them at which point you would owe taxes or, you know, what is the term? And then can you do another DST? Yeah, the term is 10 years by code, and they're not going to hold them more than that. Often they're held between 4 and 10 years, and they're sold, and then you have an option. You can take the money, pay the tax, or if one of you passed away, take the money and not pay the tax because you got to step up in basis. But most people will continue to do 1031 exchanges into new DSTs. Now, it's possible. Here's a scenario you could do. You could sell your Green Lake rental house and go into a DST, and then the DST sells and you could go back to buying rental houses. You can sell a, a winery. I got a client right now that's selling a winery. He's going to do DSTs. A winery to DSTs, DSTs back to rental houses or to whatever they want that they manage. It, you, it's just a, a capital asset, a real estate asset that qualifies for Section 1031 exchange. But most people just continue to do DSTs until it's left to their heirs, income and depreciation recapture tax-free. 
So if you are an active landlord right now, you do own rental properties and you're tired of the terrible tees, the tenants, the trash, and the taxes, a Delaware Statutory Trust might be a good answer for you. And our producer, Stephanie, just handed me a note here who says that we do have a website that explains that. It is madrona1031.com, madrona 1031.com. We're talking about the tools in the Madrona Financial Planning Toolbox here on Growing Your Wealth this week. Once again, I want to remind people listening to this program that if you like what we have heard, you have questions, you can call 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Now, that is also the number that you can call to get your no-cost, no-obligation financial plan. If you're heading into 2021 without a financial plan, boy, you are driving blindly. I think there's no better time than to to get a financial plan, and especially since it's free. I mean, other financial planners may charge you thousands of dollars for something like this, but it is a free chance for you to just kick the tires here at Madrona Financial to sit down with a financial planner, ask your questions, have them ask you their questions, and to come up with a really good plan to get you to retirement, through retirement, make sure that retirement is everything that you've wanted it to be. Once again, with no cost, no obligation, that number 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. You can also request it by going out to the website, that would be madronafinancial.com. Thanks so much for joining us here on Growing Your Wealth. We'll take a quick break. Be right back to talk about more tools in the Madrona Financial Toolbox after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. This week, I'm doing a review of 2020 markets and valuations. It's interesting to me to do historical reviews. You know, a lot of people are asking, why is the market so high? You know, businesses are going out of business. People are unemployed. Well, we're not investing in in employment figures. We're not investing in small local businesses. When you invest in, in the stock markets, you're primarily buying the large companies, the largest ones out there. The valuations ultimately are based upon corporate profits. So if we go back to the early 90s, the consensus earnings per share for S&P 500 was about $20 per share. Fast forward to the late 90s, it had doubled to about $40 a share. And, you know, coincidentally or not coincidentally, so did the market double. Rolling forward, it doubled again up to about 2006, 2007 to about $80 a share on average. And then it dropped in 2009 due to the banking collapse. Well, it took about three years to fully recover earnings. And earnings, they doubled again. They went up to 160 recently from that point. And sure enough, the market doubled during that time period too. So it does follow earnings. We saw it drop though in 2020. But the projection, according to JP Morgan Asset Management, is in the year 2022, the earnings will not only be recovered from the 160 that they were at prior to the pandemic, but they'll be closer to $200. And so if that is the case, it would not surprise me to see markets increase. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, Madrona Financial, Investments, Retirement, Taxes, and Legacy, madronafinancial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. 
Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about tools in the financial toolbox. And Brian, the toolbox is just bulging. The drawer that has the tax saving strategies in it, I think is one of the biggest drawers here in the Madrona Financial Toolbox. And you mentioned earlier in the show that you as a student and early on in your life, you're a certified public accountant still, that you read the tax code even on the beach. I mean, you took the thing home. So you're the sort of guy that we want on our side when it comes to paying taxes. So we all know that taxes can often be our single largest expense in retirement. What can we do today or what can you help people do today to minimize our taxes for tomorrow? Well, one of the things that we can do that certainly other financial advisors maybe are unable or unwilling to do is to review your tax return itself. I mean, I can look at a tax return and start analyzing it up and oh, you got a Schedule C here. You Maybe you should think about an LLC electing S-Corp stat- status and do an analysis of reasonable compensation, which we can provide for you or Whatever it is, I, you know, I, I can certainly note some things and, and see some things just by looking at your tax return. Maybe do our tax overlay uh, software where it, it kicks out some financial planning ideas and maybe they're good, maybe they're not. But we can at least analyze that. Certainly transactionally or retirement planning wise, there's a tax aspect to that. You don't want to take extra money that uh, you don't want to elect to be taxed on something in a year where your brackets are high, but you may want to elect to be taxed on something when they're low. Mm-hmm. So I, I know there's a program out there about trying to convert all your money to zero tax rates. Well, there's some tax rates I don't mind paying. I don't mind paying 10% or 12% if I'm my client. That's, that's a decent rate for taxable income. I do mind paying 37%. So, you know, jockeying the tax brackets is, is something and, and planning ahead for that because a lot of that's under our control. I had a personally a, a capital asset that I made sure closed December 31st as opposed to January 1st because right. I was worried about a retroactive tax law change under the Biden administration. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of things that a person can do. So when it comes to tax minimization strategies, you've got a lot of tools there. You know, a Roth IRA conversion may be one of those. A real estate investment may be as well, too. An annuity could be a tax-saving tool there, too. Using a life insurance policy possibly could be a tax-saving tool. How do you use a life insurance policy to save on taxes? Yeah, a couple things there. You just mentioned Roth conversion. What's wrong with the Roth conversion? Nothing. But isn't it better if you're converting in a year where your tax bracket's low? I mean, I'm getting it converted on sale. I don't want to pay uh, retail. I want to pay wholesale for that. And so there's a prime example of a a concept by itself is just a concept. The application has to be what's the timing of that relative to the timing of other things in your portfolio. And so that's very important. Now, it gets real easy when you come with the other thing you brought up there, Jeff, the fixed index universal life, using life insurance as an investment tool. That's real easy because that's all tax free. I'm like, well, gee, that's that's I don't even have to worry about when I take that money out. That's right because it's income tax-free permanently. And so it's, that's one of my favorite tools of all time is the fixed index universal life where you're essentially buying life insurance and taking the benefit yourself instead of waiting to die and let your heirs take the benefit. You take your own benefit during your lifetime and you basically convert it to income tax-free if you do it right. And so we have strategies for that too. 
especially for higher net worth people, it can be an extremely effective tool in your toolbox because you're at a higher bracket and you need that tax-free income and you need that estate planning, estate tax savings result from a, a FIUL. And so that, that's where we really can shine for higher net worth people. Brian, in addition to taxes, health care, long-term care, those are among the biggest expenses that you will have in retirement. And for most people, Medicare takes over as the primary insurer, does it not? Yeah, for most people, Medicare would, would take most of that when you have a proper uh, Medicare supplement. You, you would cover most of what you have there. But it does not cover long-term care you know, as, as far as that's concerned. So that's something else to consider. We do have long-term asset-based long-term care policies we can talk about with people where if they don't use it, much or all of the money they paid in can go to their heirs. So that's kind of nice. It doesn't go back to the insurance company. I wish my auto insurance was that way. If I don't get yeah, it right, will you guys just give me my money back that I gave you all those years? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Not going to happen. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so I, I, I you know, wish all insurances worked that way, but it does work that way, surprisingly, with particular kinds of long-term care. So that can be an aspect. You know, some of my clients aren't buying long-term care for various reasons. Maybe their health isn't uh, good enough to qualify, right. or they, they're, they're just going to self-fund. They've done a really nice job, you know, putting millions of dollars away, and they just know that they can self-fund if, if that came to light. Well, the basics of Medicare are that you get it when you're age 65. It is free. That is Part A. It is automatic that you get Medicare Part A if you're currently taking Social Security. If you're not taking Social Security, you've got to sign up for Part A. That covers hospital stays, home health care, skilled nursing, and hospice. B is a supplement that you have to buy. It covers doctor's visits and outpatient procedures and some preventive care. Right now, the supplement cost for B is around $148, and D is your drug card. And, of course, that covers your prescription cost, and it's around $33 a month right now at around $0.06. Cents. So that is Medicare. And, again, questions about Medicare, you can get the answers here at Madrona Financial Services. Brian, in the final moments of our show today, let's talk a little bit about legacy planning. What are some of the ways that you can, at Madrona Financial Services, make sure that someone's assets get to the person that they intended them to go to? Well, I know uh, something that will apply to at least half the people listening right now is uh, get a current will or living trust created because right. you don't have one. About half of the uh, prospects I talk to don't have one or it's too old to make a difference. And so if they did pass away, let's say they got COVID and passed away, unfortunately, you know, they might look, you might look at the will and go, oh, they left money to, to the ex-spouse and one kid and there's three more kids now and a new spouse and mm-hmm. oh my gosh you know that just a disaster or they put the wrong people as administrator uh you know, representative or trustees or they don't have trusts and they're paying all kinds of taxes they didn't need to pay and there's just a myriad of, of issues so the the simplest thing is actually get a will or living trust or start mm-hmm. the process that's the easiest answer there once you're there, then there's all kinds of things we can talk about, whether it's uh, setting up uh, trust language. And, and, and one thing I want to point out, some people are, well, I don't want to do a will. It sounds like a lot of work because i got to set up all these trusts and that's going to be expensive. And I, no, not necessarily because you don't actually set up the trust. It, they basically say, if I pass away, then money goes into these particular trusts for, for different reasons, to protect the money to protect it from estate taxes, whatever that is, it can go into trusts 
only upon your passing. So you don't have to actually spend all the money to set up the trust. You just have to provide that if, uh, if then, then uh, kind of thing. If I pass away and this is in place, then money goes into trust for my kids or my spouse or whatever, charities, whatever it is. So getting that done and having somebody to talk that through is critical. Brian, I want to bring up the topic of wills versus trust. Now, you can get a will online. I mean, it can cost you a hundred bucks or maybe, you know, a couple of hundred bucks, something like that. But many times that is penny wise and pound foolish. And I think of the gentleman who, in effect, paid $2 million for his lawnmower. Can you explain that? Yeah, uh, you're spot on. I mean, you can do your own taxes. I got people that say, I've been doing my taxes for years. I look at it and they go, "Uh, where's your depreciation? I was going to take it when I sell it. No, <laughs> you just lost the ability to take it permanently, whether you took it or not. Ooh, you know, just little things like that. And, you know, I, I could do my own, you know, plumbing in my house or electrical. I'd probably kill myself. Um, yeah. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I could I could do all kinds of things on my own. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I only do it once a year or once every 10 years. Um, so I would encourage uh, most people listening to this show Go get uh, professional help with that. Go see an attorney that can help you. And even with the decision of a will versus a living trust is the first decision. I, I doubt anybody listening knows all about that decision and whether whether you need a will or, or don't need a will, or whether you need a revocable living trust or not, or what they even are, or what they're intended to do or can do. So mm-hmm. I think uh, seeking professional help is my advice here. Yeah, and the $2 million lawnmower story is the fellow who bought one of those online wills, and he expected to live a long time, but he passed away shortly thereafter, and because the will didn't include a certain thing, his estate was on the hook for $2 million, and with the money that he saved, and he was proud of saving that money on his will, he bought a lawnmower. So, in effect, that lawnmower cost his estate $2 million. I hope it was a darn good lawnmower, and it's still in effect. <laughs> I don't think it is. Well, We're he's ta- fine. It's his spouse that uh, engraved it on his gravestone. <laughs> Remember the credit shelter trust provision. <laughs> that's what was missing. And that's why she didn't. Well, actually, it would be her kids that yeah. wouldn't have got that would have been on the hook for the two million bucks. So it'd be the kids that would have a non-fond memory of his lack of knowledge of the credit shelter trust provision right. and will. They've had a bad taste in their mouth. They get angry every time they see a lawnmower on sale there at Home Depot or Lowe's (laughs) or something like that. Don't remind me of the lawnmower. Anyway, these are some of the tools in the toolbox at Matrona Financial Services, and most financial planners don't have all of these tools. I mean, Brian is a certified public accountant, but you know he's not necessarily doing the tax returns here. There's also Bauer Evans CPAs. In addition to Madrona Financial Services, there are more than 30 people within the organization who can help you with whatever you need. So, Madrona Financial Services, if you want a great big toolbox with all the tools, this is the place to come. To get your no-cost, no-obligation financial financial plan and to take advantage of all of these tools, call 844-MADRONA to get your plan, 844-MADRONA. And of course, go out to the website, check it out, madronafinancial.com. And if you have active real estate, you're interested in a DST, Delaware Statutory Trust, it is madrona1031.com. Brian, out of time for this week. Want to thank everybody for joining us and we invite them to join us next week for another edition of Growing Your Wealth. Have a great weekend. When you need something important done around the house, you call a professional. Why is it when it comes to retirement investments, most people don't know what theirs is built on or even if it's right for them? 
Madrona Financial Services is made of a team of professionals that will create a retirement plan as individual as you are and make sure your financial foundation is clear to you every step of the way. Call them today at 844-MADRONA for a no-obligation retirement readiness review. They'll learn about what you want most out of retirement, plus you'll get an investment and retirement analysis and a tax analysis. You've worked hard to earn it and save it. Take the time to have the right professionals help you keep it and grow it. Find a better way at Madrona Financial Services and bring everything together. Call Madrona Financial Services today for your free retirement readiness review at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. Don't let the health crisis that began in 2020 become a wealth crisis for you in your retirement. Times like these require a plan and people you can trust by your side. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services has been helping retirees navigate through changing times for more than 30 years. If you're not 100% certain that your current plan is equipped to handle times like these, call Madrona Financial Services right now, and Brian will meet with you personally. The number is 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA. But spaces are limited, so call now. The pandemic could likely affect your taxes, Social Security, your investments, your health care, and a lot more. So now isn't the time for guesswork. Call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA. A sound strategy and a team by your side could add hundreds of thousands of dollars or more over your retirement. Call 844-MADRONA right now. That's 844-MADRONA. Or visit online at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A-Financial.com.